This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Whoa, not expecting that. The runner who slapped a reporter on her behind on live TV. What were you thinking? Exclusive. What he's telling only Inside Edition. Then... Brave four-year-old twins. They survived a car crash that killed their father. Then climbed up a 100-foot embankment to get help. It truly is a miracle. And chaos on the streets. Children cowering in fear in the classroom. Then, too old to fly? Why the 79-year-old flight attendant says she was let go after 57 years of service. It's not nice. Plus, family outrage. Over the new Clint Eastwood movie, Richard Jewell. Does it defame this woman? That's really outrageous. Clint Eastwood should be ashamed of himself. And what did you do with the money? Did this guy deliberately break his dog's legs to raise money on GoFundMe? Do you want to explain yourself? Go fraud me? Plus. It's 144 pounds. The fed up FedEx delivery man. I'm not big Then. Wow, this is your apartment? Yes, it is. The newly crowned Miss Universe. Moving into her new apartment. I just want you to check out my view. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The man caught on camera smacking a reporter on the backside is breaking his silence. You're hearing from him exclusively as he gives his version of events to our Megan Alexander. The runner accused of slapping a reporter on her behind on live TV is speaking out today. I'm very disappointed in myself. I feel horrible. I spoke to Tommy Calloway in his first interview since video of his behavior went viral. Take me back to that moment. What were you thinking? I was getting ready to, to bring my hands up and wave to, wave to the camera um, and to the audience. And uh, there was a misjudge in character and decision-making um, I touched her back. I did not know exactly where I touched her. I... Reporter Alex Buzargian, who was covering the event for her station in Savannah, Georgia, appeared on CBS this morning. I think what it really comes down to is that he helped himself to a part of my body. He separates himself from the runners, and he kind of winds up, and he hit me hard. I did not see her facial reaction um, as I just kept on running, and if I did see her facial reaction... I would have been embarrassed, I'd have been felt ashamed, and I would have stopped, turned around, and went back and apologized to her. If you could say anything to this reporter, what would you say? Alex, I'm sorry. It was an awful act. It was an awful mistake. The reporter said she hasn't decided if she's willing to accept the runner's apology. He took my power, and I'm trying to take that back. Um, Mm -hmm. And um, whether I 
am open to it or not. Um, I want to take my time with that. 43-year-old Tommy Calloway is a married father of two. He volunteers with his church and was a Boy Scout leader. I read him the reporter's outraged social media post. Alex said, quote, to the man who smacked my butt on live TV, you violated, objectified, and embarrassed me. No woman should ever have to put up with this at work or anywhere. Do better. Your reaction? I totally agree 100% with her statement. And the two most important words were her last two words, do better. And that's, that's my intentions. I would, would not do anything like that to any woman and degrade them. I'm not going to really debate that because he hurt me. The reporter has filed a police report. She's leaving it up to authorities whether or not to press charges. Now the bravest little four-year-old twins you're likely to ever meet. Twins who not only survived a car crash that killed their father, they climbed up a huge hill from the wreckage to try to find help. Here's their story. These cute four-year-old twins are being hailed as heroes today. They crawled out of a wrecked car and climbed 100 feet up a ravine to get help. It truly is a miracle that they were able to do that. The twins, Rosaline and Aurora Kreider, were buckled into car seats when their 47-year-old father, Corey, skidded off a remote road on Whidbey Island in Washington State. The car went down this steep embankment, killing Dad. The traumatized twins told their mom what happened next. Rosaline said, you know, the doors were all locked and she uh, uh, climbed out the back window because it was broken. So um, and then she helped her sister up the hill and uh, was trying to run home. They were alone in the forest. It was wet, cold, and pitch black, but the twins finally reached the road where a motorist spotted them. The twins said that uh, the big car went past them and they, they didn't stop and help them, but the lady in the white car helped get them warm, is what they said. The passerby has the children in her vehicle, scared, cold. She's in a white Mustang with her flashers on. They can't find the vehicle, but they're trying to you can see a gash in a tree made by the impact, car parts, and medical equipment left behind by first responders at the scene. The twins suffered only a few scratches, and today they are back at home playing with their cousin. But their 24-year-old sister, Rebecca, says the emotional scars will take time to heal. I think what really got them through it was that they were together. The cause of the accident is still unknown. Authorities say the girl's father was not wearing his seatbelt and had suffered several head injuries. In the airline business, seniority matters. Flight attendants who've logged many miles get their pick of routes. And that one now-fired flight attendant suspects may have been a factor in her dismissal. She also thinks her age had something to do with it. She spoke with our Jim Murray. It's not nice. This 79-year-old Delta flight attendant says she was fired out of the blue because of her age. Do you feel betrayed? Absolutely. Ida Gomez-Yano says during her 57 years of service, she earned praise from the airline for her exemplary work. She says she didn't have a single sick day in the last 30 years. Luckily, my health is excellent. I never get sick. So why was she abruptly let go? Did somebody actually claim that you took a carton of milk from the airplane and that's a reason to fire you? That was only part of it. Uh, 
The other part was the fact that the flight attendants had lied so much about me. Ida says she became the target of a smear campaign by co-workers who were jealous about her $250,000 a year salary. That's four times what new flight attendants make. Because of seniority, she also had first choice of coveted flight routes. She is a hardworking, wonderful woman and that they destroyed her career. They destroyed her profession. Um, Ida was just 22 years old when she became a flight attendant in 1962. It was the golden age of flying, the swinging 60s. When flying was glamorous. Yes, yes. Ida has seen it all, and now because of her age, she feels she's being put out to pasture. I've been there 57 years, and I never did anything to be fired for. Ms. Llanos is suing Delta for unlawful discrimination. The airline says the firing was appropriate and lawful, adding it's not because of her age, but because she committed numerous policy violations. These days, you can ship just about anything. And while that may make it easy for you and me, it is a real pain for the folks who have to make those deliveries, like this poor FedEx guy, fed up with having to haul a sofa. This FedEx driver is picking up a large, really large box. It's 144 pounds. He's all alone. There's no one to help him. So he knocks the package over and slides it across the snowy lawn in Wisconsin. It's nonstop venting on the phone as he struggles to get the giant box into his FedEx truck. At this point, he's really getting fed up. Mission accomplished, but as he drives off, he delivers one more profanity-laced tirade. So, what's in the box? It's a couch that homeowner Andrea Wendorf was returning because it had arrived damaged. Just shocked. It was was kind of unreal, actually. I mean, who acts like that? FedEx said in a statement, the behavior depicted in the videos is unacceptable and inconsistent with the professionalism FedEx ground service providers demonstrate every day. Other news today, outrage continues to grow over the portrayal of a news reporter who covered the Atlanta Olympic Park bombing case. She's played in the new movie about the bombing by actress Olivia Wilde. Now the reporter's brother is denouncing the film. There's growing controversy over the movie Richard Jewell about the real-life security guard falsely suspected of planting a bomb at the 1996 Olympics in Atlanta. The movie is coming under fire for suggesting that Kathy Scruggs, the newspaper reporter who broke the Richard Jewell story, offered to have sex with an FBI agent in exchange for information. In the movie, she's played by Olivia Wilde. Scruggs died in 2001, but her brother is hitting back, saying that the actress did not bother to contact me or any of Kathy's very close friends during her supposed research to find out what Scruggs was really like. Meanwhile, lawyers for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution newspaper are joining the denunciation, calling the Clint Eastwood-directed movie defamatory. The View's Joy Behar agrees. And it's not accurate, and that's really outrageous, really, when you think about it. And it's unfortunate. And and Clint Eastwood should be ashamed of himself. I've just read a lot of material on Kathy Scruggs. I've read 
uh, all, all the material I could find on her, and it, they all seemed to corroborate the fact that she was somewhat on the wild side. Lush Trent spoke to Atlanta Journal-Constitution editor-in-chief Kevin Riley. Of course the film's not intended to be a documentary, right? It, it's intended to recount this dramatic episode. But unfortunately, it goes too far in adding details that simply are not true. Warner Brothers says the paper's claims are baseless and notes the movie already has a disclaimer declaring the film is based on actual historical events. Dialogue and certain events and characters contained in the film were created for the purposes of dramatization. For the record, Kathy Scruggs was my playmate when I used to visit my grandmother during the summer. I'd like to think our pen pal letters that we wrote back then was the beginning of both of our journalistic careers. The new Miss Universe is settling into her new role and into her new apartment. The new Miss Universe is South Africa. Miss Universe is taking a bite out of the Big Apple today. Wow, this is your apartment? Yes, it is. Welcome Moving into her Midtown Manhattan high-rise apartment. Megan, you really have to see this. I oh just want gosh. you to check out my view. How this, cool. This is the heart of Manhattan. I know. Wow. I caught up Are with 26-year-old Zozabini Tunzi, who's still pinching herself that she won the Miss Universe crown. I think I woke up this morning and I was like, where am I? Am I in New York? And yeah, it's been extremely amazing and the people have been so receptive. With all the confidence she displayed on stage, you'd be surprised at one thing. People would be surprised to know that you were a shy child. I know, I surprise myself too sometimes, but I did grow up very shy and my mom really just introduced me to pageants to sort of get out of my shell and to get that confidence and yeah, it's like I'm not the same person anymore. I grew up in a world where a woman who looks like me with my kind of skin and my kind of hair was never considered to be beautiful. And I think that it is time that that stops today. Zozi's reign is making history. For the first time ever, the winners of all the four major pageants are black. Miss America, Miss Teen USA, Miss USA, and now Miss Universe. I'm so happy to be a part of it. It just means that we're moving uh, more towards a, a world that is more inclusive and shows a little bit more representation of what intelligence and, and what beauty is. Millions of people donate to GoFundMe accounts. But how do you know your money is really going to someone in need? As Lisa Guerrero reports, there are a number of scams out there. When tragedy strikes, GoFundMe is the place to go to raise money. Ten million raised for victims of the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas school shooting last year. Fifteen million donated by generous people after a tractor-trailer collided with a bus, killing 16 passengers. There are hundreds of worthy causes on the site, but sometimes GoFundMe is used by criminals to turn it into GoFraudMe. I'm Lisa Guerrero with Inside Edition. What you're being accused of is despicable. Did you intentionally injure your dog so that you could raise money from a GoFundMe site? Reed Herjo made this claim about his 13-week-old puppy, Atlas. Myself, Atlas, and a friend were in a severe hit-and-run accident when someone ran a stop sign. Both his back legs are broke, he claimed on GoFundMe. People were so moved, they sent in $14,065. Turns out there was no car accident. Police say the dog's legs were broken when Herjo kicked him. Our investigation determined that the subject had actually abused this animal and caused injuries to the animal that he was now trying to raise money for in a 
misleading way. You raised over $14,000 on a GoFundMe site. What did you do with the money? He pleaded guilty to animal cruelty. Then there is the case of 38-year-old Jeremiah Smith, an avid dart player who told his friends he had cancer and only months to live. It broke my heart. I mean, I cried um, many times with him. These good people were so touched, they donated to Smith's GoFundMe. You couldn't help but donate. It, 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 even if I couldn't afford it, I was donating. Turns out Smith was never sick. He spent $23,000 in GoFundMe donations on paying off debts, video games, and marijuana. He's pleaded guilty to theft. To this day, I'm still angry. I hope they think twice, and I hope that they will see that karma will get them. Do you want to explain yourself? GoFundMe says misuse is rare, but if it happens, they refund donations, which they offer to do in the cases you just saw. Next, chaos on the streets. Children cowering in fear in the classroom. And best boss ever. What he just gave his employees for Christmas that left them in tears. And soldier surprise. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Heavy gunfire could be heard for over an hour today in New Jersey as police moved in on an active shooting. Chaos on the streets. It was a war zone in Jersey City, New Jersey. You can hear hundreds of rounds being fired. It started at Bayview Cemetery, a police operation that went bad. One police officer was shot dead from a gunshot to the head. At 12.10 p.m., the suspects described as a man and a woman fled in a U-Haul truck. They ended up a mile away where they burst into a kosher supermarket on Martin Luther King Drive. A Goodwill store in the neighborhood was evacuated and civilians were seen running for their lives. I want to start by just saying that the Jersey City Police Department did a phenomenal job um, and it's a very tough day for them. Uh, two officers were shot. Um, one recently gave his life uh, and was pronounced at the Jersey City Medical Center. All 43 schools in Jersey City were put on lockdown as a precaution. When the gunfire finally came to an end and cops were able to enter the supermarket, they found a scene of horror. Reportedly, five bodies, including the two suspects and three civilians. Terrorism is not believed to be a factor. When we come back, why tears were flowing at one company's Christmas party. Betcha wish this was your boss. These people just got an amazing surprise at their company's holiday party. Red envelopes were handed out to each employee at St. John's Properties, a commercial real estate firm based in Baltimore. And what was inside had everyone in tears. You can open your red envelope. Their boss, Ed St. John, shelled out a whopping $10 million in bonuses. Everyone got a check, all 198 employees. The amount was based on how long they worked for the company. The average bonus, $50,000. We just got a big payday. Woo! It's crazy. It's life-changing. I'm shocked. I'm very thankful. What happened tonight was 
magical. It's really amazing. I spoke to company president Lawrence May Krantz. The individual bonus amounts ranged anywhere from $100 all the way up to $270,000. Wow. So the person who got the most was $270,000? Correct. And how long has that person been working at the company? 44 and a half years. Christmas has definitely come early. And when we come back, a different kind of surprise. Finally today, a concert with a surprise. Students at Kinawan High School in New Jersey are putting on a concert. But there's a big surprise waiting for 17-year-old Madison. Her dad, Army Sergeant Bill Caper, is backstage. He's coming home after being deployed overseas for nearly a year, just in time for the holidays. And that is Inside Edition for today. We thank you for watching. See you again tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Some puzzles are hard to solve. Others are hard to prove. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Access episodes early and ad-free with 48 Hours Plus on Apple Podcasts. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Rhea Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus.